0: This is the Steve Shriver Podcast, where entrepreneur, adventurer, and community activist Steve Shriver shares what he's learned on his journey so you can make it in business and
1: make it good. The big topic for this episode, the uh, top 10 business terms. I think that you should know. (laughs) These are not maybe the most popular ones in your industry or whatever, but these are very fundamental, mostly finance-based terms. I mean, in the early days, it was just like, okay, I, I just did AR and AP. It was like, do I have, is there more money owed to me than I owe? And that's not a terrible way yeah. to run the business, yeah. man. You know, it was, it was that. Now I'm like, data drives decisions. The data doesn't lie. We'll be right back.
0: The Steve Shriver Podcast is brought to you by Ecolips, the original organic lip balm. Use the promo code PODCAST20 for 20% off your first order on Ecolips.com. Ecolips, all-natural, organic lip balm. Deeply connected with nature, applying beneficial organic ingredients to better people's lives. A proud certified B Corp founded in 2003. Ecolips, spread the good. And spread the promo code PODCAST20 into that promo code box. It's good for 20% off your first order on Ecolips.com.
1: Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Steve Shriver Podcast. I am Steve Shriver, a serial entrepreneur, and I am here to spread the gospel of entrepreneurship with you. And I'm sitting here with my good friend, Joe Coffey. What's up? He's uh, the producer of the podcast, my sidekick. Uh, keeps everything in check. And uh, man, I appreciate you being here with me to talk about this topic today. Right on. And this one's
0: good for me. You're the expert on entrepreneurship, but you know, this episode I think will help people
1: understand some of the basic terms of getting going in right? business, right? Totally. Totally. So what we're talking about today, so let me back up a minute. We, we got a question on the Facebook page yeah. and it said, what level of expertise does one need to start a business? And it's that's a big question, tough one to ask. And actually I think in a different, place. We might, uh, dive into that a little deeper, but what that caused me to think about was a lot of meetings that I have with younger, uh, startups are, it's just like, you know, I'm dropping terms that they might not understand. And these very fundamental business terms, um, Words, phrases that we use in business, and that are essential to have a good, a good dialogue with not only your peers uh, but your banker, your investor, all that stuff. So today we are going to talk about the uh, top ten business terms. Uh, I think that you should know <laughs> yeah. these are not maybe the most popular ones in your industry or whatever, but these are very fundamental, mostly finance based terms. Um, and actually that's a, that's actually a great point. These are financial terms. So yeah. that's, that's it. The top 10, uh, financial terms that you should know business is about finance, you know, so okay. you can't get, get beyond it. So we have two categories okay. of terms in the finance realm. Okay. Uh, and that we're, we're going to start with, the terms that are on your balance sheet. And so first of all, what is a balance sheet? Uh, A balance sheet is the snapshot of your business. And it's going to talk about basically the health of your business and how it's performing from a, from a, a a ratio of assets to liabilities to debt to income ratio, all this stuff. Okay. Um, So on your balance sheet, and, and you should, it's, it's not something you need to look at every single day, but you should be looking at your balance sheet every single month and at least every quarter. And the bank cares deeply about how your balance sheet looks. So it may not be something you use on a day to day, but you need to know how it works. You know how you need to know how to to read it. Are there other terms other than just balance sheet that you'll hear this referred to as? Um, That is a great question. I mean, it might be abbreviated as BS, but don't think of it as the (laughs) BS. Um, Okay. But not that I know of on your balance sheet. Okay. Uh, Pretty standard. Within your balance sheet, and these are, these. now we're getting into a little bit more of the nitty gritty. You got your AR. Okay. Okay. This is your accounts receivable. Um, This could also be called receivables. AR is accounts receivable or your receivables are what, the money that people owe you. So if you are most businesses have some sort of receivable. They have, they, they're going to bill somebody. Um, I, there are businesses that get paid on the spot. You have zero receivables or you, you know, if you're doing, you know, internet transactions and you're getting paid and you don't have any receivables, that's fine. Most people are doing some B2B stuff where B2B, there we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> business to business stuff where you're, um, you're going to have this receivable out there. So AR, now, if a sale is made, ting, that shows up in the AR column. Thank you. Right? Yes, okay. that's correct. Assuming that you don't have a credit card number or a check there to to offset that receivable right away. Okay. So, if you're sending out a bill, let's say you're gonna you're gonna have a 30 day bill. So you you sold a an extension cord to somebody, and you're gonna send a bill along with it, and it's got a 30 day window of payment time or 10 day or 60 day, whatever it might be, that's going to be a receivable. Okay. So that's AR. All right. The opposite of AR is AP, which is accounts payable, which is also known as payables. And this, every business has AP. Um, and it is, it, and and again, these things are going to show up on your balance sheet. Um, so AR is also an asset. Uh, and AP is a liability. So AP, your payables, these are your bills coming in. So you get a bill that comes in. Most of the time when you get a bill that comes in, you're not going to open the bill up, write the check, and and send the bill off right away. You're going to enter it into an accounting you know, system kind of like QuickBooks and it's going to show up in your accounts payable column. And then at some point, at which point the the bill is due or, and, or you have the cash to pay the bill. You're going to go into that AP report accounts payable report, and you're going to click on that bill to be paid and send it off. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. Okay. I mean, super, very fundamental stuff here. Okay. So AR, so the other thing, so we're going to say on your balance sheet, you've got AR and AP, and they both fall under assets and liabilities. Okay, and these are two other terms. So assets are things that have value in your business, and it could be it could be hard assets like a piece of equipment or a vehicle, um, and it could be cash uh, that would be an asset. And your liabilities are things that you know uh, that that uh, you owe, right? So so your accounts receivable is an asset because it's money that's owed to you. So that's cash that will be coming in. Your accounts payable is a liability. So that's because you owe that money. And so if you have any bank debt, any leases, loans, all that stuff, um, that's going to fall in the liability column, column. So on your balance sheet, you've got assets, liabilities within those, you've got AR and AP. Those are the super high level. Like you, you should, Just be able to talk about those things if you're going to go meet with an investor or a bank. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Total. Before we get into the next uh, important piece of this, um, we're going to talk about ROI. Um, ROI is return on investment. And you can look at this at a micro level, macro level, you know, high level short, but basically your return on your investment is something that people talk a lot about. There are a million ways to slice and dice your ROI. like ROIC. Right, right you got different ways to slice it. So what was this? What does the C stand for? Do you remember? uh, Investment capital. Yeah. So, right. Am am I just looking at this one project and I'm looking at the ROIC for this one thing? Am I looking at the ROI of my, you know, total business, uh, on an annual basis? Um, so looking at investments, you're always curious what your ROI is. And it's an, it's a word that gets dropped around a lot that doesn't necessarily get uh, a lot of unpacking done with that word. But, um, it will inevitably, somebody's going to say, what's your ROI or how do you deal with your ROI and you need to know how to talk about it. And
0: people have borrowed that term to talk about, you know, the management of uh, high maintenance friendships or yeah. your relationship with your church or your life. There's a lot of, you know, the ROI on that. And it's, a uh, I I find that interesting how yeah. that
1: applies. You're right. You know? You're right. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, even just, yeah, you're, I mean, so an interesting thing is like, I get asked a lot, how do you measure the ROI of your sustainability efforts, mm. you know, yeah. or your community efforts, your community giving and that. And it's so, it, and the thing is, it's really tough to measure the ROI of that, but at least get you thinking about how, you know, um, how do you place value on that? Yeah. H- how do you decide how much of something to give? And, and so you get back right enough to make it worth your while. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So now we're going to get into another really important financial document called the profit and loss. This is the P and L. This is also known as the income statement. So P and L income statement, profit and loss. Um, again, okay. So a lot of, a lot of startup entrepreneurs, they don't want to deal with any of the stuff that we're talking about. I can almost guarantee you that half the people that I would regularly meet with about their business have already stopped listening to this episode <laughs> because <laughs> this stuff, it's 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 kind of boring, man. It's like, but this is, I remember meeting with an investor uh, 20 years ago and I didn't want to, I didn't want to look at the reports, man. I want to talk about the business and where we were going. And I'm like, no, let's talk about my sales strategy and my product development strategy and all this stuff. And this investor was like, uh, it, I, I, I said I said to her, I said, I want to talk about the business. And then she grabbed the reports and she like handed them to me. She's like, this is the business. And so, Whoa. right. I'm like, oh, oh crap. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're right. And I need, I have some learning to do there. So P and L profit and loss income statement. On here, this is going to be your so where the balance sheet might be your you know, sort of your snapshot on the value of the business and your kind of the snapshot um, of the business. This profit and loss is going to be your uh, performance, and and so you're what you're looking at here is um, on it. You're going to have your uh, your your sales. You know, you're going to start with your revenue at the top, um, and then you're going to get into your cost of goods. Um, and so COGS, this is another term uh, you're going to see COGS, COGS, cost of goods sold. Most businesses have some sort of COGS. I guess if you're in manufacturing, um, if you, you know, whether it's product sales, you have, if you're holding inventory of any sort, you're building products, you're going to have cost of goods sold. And then from that, after you take your revenue minus your, 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 cost of goods sold, you're going to have your gross profit. So GP gross profit. And from that gross. And and so gross is basically the money that you've made from the sale that you made minus the expense of the cost of goods. Okay. And you may or may not put labor into the cost of goods, depending on the industry that you're in. But then, then you've got all your expenses underneath there. So you're going to, I mean, we're talking your phone bill, your rent, your, you know, your, your, your travel expenses, your insurance expenses, all this stuff. And after you get through all that stuff, you're going to get down to your net profit and your net profit is a very, uh, you know, important. That's in so many ways, the most important number as, as a young entrepreneur, I would always focus on the top line, which had been my sales line, and like I'm going to grow that, grow that, grow that. Always thinking that the net profit would take care of itself, and uh, really, unless you manage all that stuff in between, it's it's not just going to happen automatically. So, getting down to that net profit number—that's the—that's the money you're making. So I see how understanding these terms
0: can really help a young entrepreneur kind of learn what to focus on because what you bring in total sales that's great uh but profit let's subtract what it costs to get us there and then some businesses may run at a really high percentage to make x amount and some may run at a lower percentage and that's when you start setting goals
1: to lower what it takes to get you there yeah these 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 are the knobs right these are the knobs that you can you know, change within your business now in every every industry. The other thing is like knowing the range of the appropriate range within your industry of what your gross profit margin should be, your net profit should be, um, and your cost of goods. Because uh, every industry has a standard amount of those things. But but yes, these are the things that you can control and and tweak to make your business perform better. And and that's that's where it's like essential that. Look, if I, I bought a business once that, that had um, their, their prime costs, their cost, well, there's another term, but like their cost of goods plus their labor was more than a hundred percent of their sales and it should have been 70% of their yeah. sales. So like they were spending more just on labor and cost of goods than they were making, than they were coming in the door. And I mean, I knew I was getting into that. I had to fix that. But that was like, if they would have just, just been on that more, like you can't, you're not sustainable at that point. Yeah. If you're not looking at these numbers, you can't change them, you know? And if you don't know what's right and wrong, you, you could, you know, think that you're succeeding and you're dying.
0: So people who are really into business and entrepreneurship, they may be caught up and they're, they're good right now, but let's pause for a second for people who are kind of new at these terms. Cause I want to okay. get to, yeah, sometimes they don't use the full terms and you'll hear business people talking to each other and say, what did you guys net? You know, right. What's your gross. And so what are the other versions of some of these terms people should know?
1: Well, even just like you said, I mean, what's, you know, what's your gross margin? Like that's, that's not saying gross profit margin, but they're just saying, what's okay. your gross margin? Okay. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's, what's your net? And I mean that, okay. So that's a great point because this is the beginning of the basic, basic, basic terms that you should know, but there are a million more and some will pertain to your business and some won't. I am going to focus on the only ones that, that, that I have to use on a regular basis, but this is why it's so important to to know what they are, to use them, uh, and to continually learn how they impact your business. Uh, because, um, you, you, I mean, you don't want to look like a dummy if somebody <laughs> if somebody's like, "Hey, yeah, what? Well, I mean, what's your net margin?" and you're not, and you didn't hear the exact, you know, you know, uh, net profit, you know, and you're not connecting those dots. Not, it's okay to. You, you don't have to know everything, but at the same time, when you're talking about finance with somebody specifically, if it's a bank that you're trying to get a loan from or an investor, uh, you want to seem like, you know, your shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying fake it at all, but that's why it's just so, so important. So, uh, yeah, I mean, net gross. Um, the only other thing I was going to mention in terms of business terms is EBITDA. Mm-hmm. And you've seen EBIT, EBIT, duh. And what this is is earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. And as boring as that might seem to somebody, this is one of the most important numbers uh, that you can relate to in your business. And because on the P and L, and this is something that most people don't know, is that on your P and L, you could show that your your net. Profit is let's say it's fifty thousand dollars for the month of March. Okay, I've got a net profit of fifty thousand dollars. So it looks like you're doing good, but what doesn't show up on your PL is your you, you don't your loan payments don't show up on that. This is something that's a it's a balance sheet deal. So you if you have fifty five thousand dollars in debt payments a month and you or a year whatever and you. Paid out, so you paid out fifty five thousand dollars in debt payments. Um, that's not going to show up on your P and L. So it would look like you made fifty thousand dollars, but you spent fifty five in debt payments. The interest shows up on the P and L, but not the actual payment itself. So cash flow wise, you're negative five thousand dollars in cash flow, and cash flow is everything. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know how to connect the dots here, you could you could literally think that you're making money all year long and then get to the end of the year and realize that like that you had negative you had negative cash flow the whole time and but you showed that you're making money so so then it just becomes important how do you how do you backfill that cash flow but these are these are things that you have to le- like you learn the hard way this strikes me as like um this is really basic this
0: analogy but say people get into baseball right Maybe they get into fantasy baseball, and it's like, batting average, what's his batting average? You know, there comes a point where you're you're more interested in on-base percentage. The average that includes getting on base via a walk. Hey, on-base is on-base, right? Right. So OBP, you know, and the deeper you get into baseball and fantasy, the more you learn about, oh, with hitters in scoring position. There are all these other things, but you start with the basics, but as you go, it's important to kind of learn, okay, now that we know the basics, yeah. here's a key one to maybe keep an eye on in this industry or that industry. And so it, it, yep. being your sidekick on this show, I'm reflecting back to all these moments when I, th- I think I hear you saying, you know, this stat,
1: right. don't forget this one. This is right. important for this reason or that reason. And right? in business, they're called KPIs. <laughs> it's key performance indicators, yeah. right? That wasn't going to be on the list today, but that's a great point. It's like what you can recognize whatever your, the KPIs you need as a business person, um, and you need to use for your team to continue to perform, uh, you know, pick out the KPIs that, that you want to focus on. Um, here's an example, uh, in the restaurant business, I mentioned earlier, prime costs. Okay. The, the standard is that, and this is super high level and, and, and I've only, owned one. And so I might be a little bit off here, but like the standard in the industry is 70% should be prime cost, no more than 70%, Hmm. um, which means that your cost of goods and your labor should not be more than 70%. Earlier, I said that this, this business had over a hundred percent. So they were spending more than they were making just in those two. So they didn't have any money for the other stuff. But so our very simple, every week we run a report at, at our restaurant and it's, and it's like is our labor under 35% and is our cost of goods under 35%. And so those two things, if, if labor gets above 35, then red flag, if cost of good gets, gets above 35 red flag in a perfect world, we'll keep them both at 30. And then we've got a, uh, you know, we've got a 60%, uh you know, 60% um, prime cost. And then that that's money to play with, to work with. Something tells me that as
0: an entrepreneur and you get into different businesses, different industries, am I wrong? I'm just guessing here that you enjoy rolling up your sleeves. All right, new business. What are the KPIs? I oh, should absolutely. And how do I, because you're not just going to assume I know business and everything's going to be this gross, that gross,
1: right? Right, I mean, right. I mean, in the early days, it was just like, okay, I, I just did AR and AP. It was like, do I have, is there more money owed to me than I owe? And that's not a terrible way to run the business, man. You know, it was, it was that now I'm like data drives decisions. The data doesn't lie. And so you, once you start really looking at those KPIs and you really look at those, I mean, the financial uh, structure and your goals, um, that's where you create super amazing, positive change. And actually, I mean, you don't have to be into entrepreneurship to make money, but most people are in it to make a little bit of money. And this is the only way to do it, man. I I lived in a world of like thinking that I was going to make money um, just by focusing on the top line. And it's all these other things that, that actually contribute to the real money that can be made right on. Yeah, that's great. So
0: I love how this episode, it kind of, Gives people some basic things that they probably thought they already knew, but as the episode goes on, there's some cool terms and you're kind of weaving in some strategic thinking and uh, I, I hope everybody uh, grabs some stuff out of this. Yeah. I've, I've learned a lot. All right.
1: And cool. I thought I already knew these terms. Cool, man. Well, the ROI for you on this episode is apparently pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> man. All right. So that was a, a quick and dirty one. But thank you so much uh, to everybody. Shout out to the startup community out there. Any community that is, that is pushing entrepreneurship and startup, man, we need more of this in our lives. And uh, thank you for joining us, the Steve Shriver podcast. Have a great day. The
0: Steve Shriver Podcast is brought to you by Ecolips, the original organic lip balm. Use the promo code PODCAST20 for 20% off your first order on Ecolips.com. Keep up with the show at steveshriverpodcast.com and the Steve Shriver Podcast on Facebook.